Welcome to the Solid Ground Podcast. Our goal with this podcast is to create conversations that can be used as a resource for creating a solid ground to stand on when walking through life with Jesus in an ever-changing world. This is the Solid Ground Podcast. Hey there, everybody. Uh, this is Noah. I am the Young Adults Pastor here at Mount View Church, joined with... I'm Tony, Tony Peterson. I am the uh, East Campus Pastor of Mountain View. And this is not Tony's first podcast, but it no. is mine. So we are... Welcome. To... Welcome to the podcasting community. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Did you get the gift basket? Uh, no. I didn't oh get my the gift gosh. Basket. I'm going to have to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. That would be important. I really wanted some chocolate, so hopefully that comes soon. Um, but yeah, so we are starting up this podcast. As you've heard from the amazing intro, uh, this is the Solid Ground Podcast. Look, that was impressive. I'm not going to lie. When I was producing the the KGP, the Knowing God Podcast, I was not quite so skilled with that stuff. So kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. That took me about three hours. So <laughs> when you've never used uh, GarageBand before and you're now editing in GarageBand, it's quite a treat. But yeah, so Solid Ground Podcast, Tony, why are we doing this podcast? What's the point of Solid Ground? What's going on with that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we're doing this podcast for a number of reasons. Uh, one, I think it is, well, there there are a few reasons. For me, I, I just think it's so valuable to offer examples of grappling with and dealing with issues from a Christ-centered perspective. And I say a Christ-centered perspective, I don't think we're coming on here trying to say like, everybody should think the exact way we should think. We are to an extent, right? Because Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So to an extent we're doing that. But what we want to do is we want to offer a, a, a way, a way, right? Of thinking through life, of thinking through issues, of thinking through the church, of thinking through whatever it is that we're going to be talking about on a given uh, podcast. Uh, and it's, I I know for me, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but I find it helpful to see how other Christians think through things, how other smart people think through things. And it deepens my own uh, way of thinking. It helps me uh, filter through what's happening, interpret what's happening in the world. And so I think offering something like that specifically for people in our community and beyond uh, is I think super. It can be I think if we, if we do it well. Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. I mean, we just think that creating conversations I think is one of the best ways to really just understand uh, the viewpoints yes. of the people in the church and how we we view things. Uh, so the hope behind this podcast is to just create those conversations where you kind of get to sit in on those and really receive. Um, new understanding on certain topics, maybe in ways that you've never thought about it, maybe reinforce ways that you've heard, um, and maybe create some questions for yourself that you're like, huh, have I ever asked that question to myself? And if I had, what would I say? So, yeah. Um, Look, questions are good. Yeah. Questions are good. I just saw this thing uh, on the artist formerly known as Twitter. Mm. Somebody said, an exclamation mark is like a bomb dropping. Like you mm -hmm. see the, you know, and it's just, emphatic like that but a yeah. question mark 
is looks kind of like a bended ear mm -hmm. where you're listening. So questions are invaluable to the Christian life, not only just to other aspects of life, but to being a Christian, asking questions, being confronted with questions, considering them uh, is invaluable to following Jesus. Totally. And yeah, and I just, that just made me think of like, even taking a look at with Mary and Martha with like the whole whole thing going on Martha's like running all over the place yeah. and Mary's right where she should be even though she's criticized of just sitting there and listening to Jesus so a lot of the the walk as a Christian is just being able to shut up and listen sometimes yeah. uh, even though we're going to be talking the whole time <laughs> does Martha get a bad rap now, that could be a subject of a podcast yeah, 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 but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah Martha does get a bad rap okay good I'm trying to put you on with a hot take yeah, at some that's point good. that's good Martha does get a bad rap but yeah so um, kind of what we wanted to talk about first uh, for this first podcast is, you know, the name of the podcast is Solid Ground, you know, kind of coming from a couple different places in the Bible, but also kind of Jesus is our firm foundation. That's a solid ground yeah. to stand on. Um, so, Tony, why as Christians uh, should we be looking at Jesus yeah. as the solid ground for our, our faith? Because there's a lot of different faiths out there. There's a lot of different uh, ethics and morals that you know, you could say, oh, well, that appeals more to what my beliefs are or the things that I'm more passionate about. Why does Jesus take that spot? And why does why is he right about saying he's a, the firm foundation? Yeah. The the first thing that comes to my mind, and I think when we were chatting about what we, we talked for a while on what we yes. should call this thing. Uh, so in talking about that, what came to my mind is this old hymn uh, where the, the, the chorus Part of it goes, uh, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. And I think that's why, to so beyond Jesus is God, and God is deserving of all of our honor and glory and worship, all of our lives. Uh, so that's kind of a foundational thing. If we just want to look at, uh, almost selfishly in a sense, uh, or human-centered, uh, to place our foundation on Christ is how we're wired it's going with the grain of our existence because everything else that we might place our foundation in it ultimately sinks it, it falters right it falls apart we can think about that and i'd like to think about it in the sense of identity i think identity is an important thing nowadays something that we tend to really invest a lot in because it's that's where a lot of our significance lies and our meaning in our lives is how we identify ourselves and there's lots of options today to identify ourselves in things, uh, sexual matters. Mm -hmm. uh, might identify myself as a father or a husband, wife guy, right? Something mm -hmm. like that. Or as a fan of a particular follower of a particular sports team or whatever, right? That We have these identities in our lives. And they're very uh, plastic. They're very, in a sense, uh, moldable. They can be changed. They're malleable. They can shift. They're not solid. They're, they're shifting, they're sinking. So when we place our identities, our hopes, our dreams, our significance, our meaning, and all of these other things, however good they may be, and oftentimes they are good things, but when we make them the ultimate things, that's when they fall apart, right? Like if your identity is, uh, you know, I'm a father, uh, you, you can, if, you're, if your identity is all wrapped up in that, what if your kids, you know, go astray? You, you fall apart. What if you love your kids to the point where you kind of strangle them, where you push them away from you? Well, that's your whole identity. What then? And you can apply that to a whole bunch of other things. 
Christ, like that's the solid foundation. Why? Because he has lived, because he is God who became human, who lived a perfect life, who died, overcame death, rose from the grave for us. All right, so there's literally nothing that can touch it. There's nothing that can change it. It does not shift. It does not sink. It is utterly solid. He was and is and is to come. So that's why. So there's there's the kind of overarching, like, uh, he is God, and that's God deserves worship and honor and glory from his creation. And, and we might take that as a given, though it should certainly be said. But even if we just think about it from a very human-centered position, it's like, well, this is... This is how we actually have meaning and significance, real meaning and significance that other things can't yeah. can't touch. All other ground is sinking sand on Christ, the solid rock we stand. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I think uh, some of the things that I think about is even taking a look at through history where even with a lot of these advancements that now yeah. people are subscribing to to be like, oh, well, that's the truth. And, you know, the world things have changed. Most of these things have come out of the solid ground of Christianity. Oh, for sure. I'm so glad is, you brought this up. Yeah, which is pretty hilarious uh, to where people are so quick to abandon uh, Christianity for the thing that came out of it. Yes. Um, to where when we take a look, you know, you if a branch breaks off or you're not like, that's the new tree, you go back to the old tree, right? Like you go back to where it came from. And so we see there is a consistency. Well, it's like people talk about like equality. Yeah. Right. You talk, you talk to a human being before Jesus, nobody's thinking that human beings are morally equal, right? right. That, that you would, people would poo-poo that mm -hmm. notion. It's, it's not real, but it comes out of the fact that we are made in God's image. So there's a, an essential human equality, an essential human value. But now, like just what you're saying, we've taken the, the outcome of mm -hmm. that human beings should be held as valuable and equal, but we've removed the foundation of it. That makes us... We're kind of floating in the yeah. air, right? Yeah, yeah. When we when we take just that that outcome, like you're saying, I think it's like once again, it's not solidified to anything. So it can really go any direction, and that's where we see it has gone in a lot of different directions. Where there's a lot of different viewpoints, they even oppose each other, and really it comes back to the question of like, okay, like where did where did that start? How do we get back to the the start and figure out where we went wrong? And that goes back to Jesus. It goes always back to the god of the world you know so Always. um so yeah there's there's so much to where christianity is the foundation and the foundation of christianity is jesus christ so that's where we have to take a look when we're figuring out what our foundation is is the life of jesus what does that inform us and what tony what what's so different about jesus's life compared to our life today like we're always looking at him as an example, right? But he was living a long time ago, different situation, different everything. Does it even apply to us today? Like, you know, laughably, we have to ask that question because that's what a lot of people are asking these days of why should I care what a guy 2,000 years ago was doing? Um, and how does that apply today? Great question. Well, look, a lot of things that Jesus is responding to, if you talk about the relevancy question, a lot of things that Jesus is responding to in his teaching and his interaction with the people are things that we continue to struggle with and deal with today, right? like issues of shame and guilt, issues of loneliness and lack and uh, greed and envy and uh, will to power, right? 
all the things Jesus is responding to, interacting with, all all these things, they have we haven't like overcome them. We haven't moved beyond them. We haven't, uh, you know, left those things behind and moved to a kind of higher plane of existence. Human beings remain, and have remained, human beings. Uh, and so, in that sense, everything that Jesus says and said uh, continues to be applicable. Uh, I mean, I th- and I think. Um, actually don't think it's that hard of a sell because I think a lot of people find Jesus teaching attractive, right? Yeah. Love your love your enemy, uh, do good to them, right? These sorts of things. People people tend to enjoy that, um, not so much other aspects, but at least that. So I think the relevancy of Christ uh, and his teaching in particular and even his life, I think it's um, uh, kind of easy, not easy, but we, we can point to that. Um, it's... It's the, the question of, well, what, what does it mean, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and here's where the fact that Jesus is not simply the God up there who is holy and just and righteous and all those things, uh, but separated from us, mm-hmm. apart from us. Like, he can't actually know us. Uh, but, so that that would be one conception of Jesus. Yeah. He's God. He's but he's kind of separated from us. He, yeah. he doesn't really know me. He's distant. <laughs> he's yeah. distant. He's far away. He's the God up there. Uh, God is, you know, the the bearded man who is just completely separate from from our our plane of existence. He doesn't he doesn't know us. Then there's the other idea of of Jesus is, uh, you know, he's he's my friend. He's he's which is true. But that Jesus is just some some guy. So maybe he knows what it's like to be human, but he's just just like you and me, or you know anyone else. He's he's just there. He's he's a person. He he taught a lot of good things. He said a lot of good things. He did a lot of good things. But that that was it. He's yeah. kind of a, a matter of history, and we can learn from him like we can learn from any other historical figure. The Christian claim is to say that Jesus is God with everything that entails, and he's human with everything that entails. Yeah. So that means Jesus knows you, right? Like he. Yeah. He knows you intimately. He knows the way you tick uh, because that's how he's done. He knows what it means to be hungry because he's hungry. He knows what it means to thirst because he's thirsted. He knows what it means to be tired. He got weary. Yeah. Uh, Jesus had to learn to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus had to, this is incredible. Right? Jesus, the word had to learn how to talk, right? So Jesus, he used, this is actually an argument that an early uh, church heretic used against the humanity of Jesus. He basically said, if Jesus is human, that would mean he's full of excrement. Mm. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> to say Jesus is human means he, Jesus used the bathroom, right? He did, he did. He's really and truly human. He knows exactly what it is. He knows everything that's tempted you. Yeah, He is human, uh, which means he identifies with you. He knows you. He knows your struggle. He He knows your weaknesses. He has been there. He's experienced that. He became sin uh, for you. But he, it's not just that, right? He doesn't just leave it there. It's not just that Jesus, he, he knows you, he can identify with you, he can, he can uh, kind of be close to you. But because Jesus is God, he, can, oh, he has overcome those things. Yeah. And that means he can overcome those things for you. And so I think that's where the relevance of Christ is, is that he can know you intimately, right? And all the things, all the struggles, all your hopes and dreams, everything. Jesus can identify with you 100%. Everything you say about human beings, you can say about Jesus, except for he never said. Every other, everything besides that, you can say. But he is also fully God. And so he can 
overcome those things. He has overcome those things uh, through dying and rising again for us, which means we too can overcome those things yeah. in him. And so that I think is the the power for, for Christ today and that he comes right to where we're at and he lifts us out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I think. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think with that, kind of like what you were saying is that a lot of people do like Jesus because yeah. he, when you take a look at all the things that he they said, like a certain conception. Yeah, they like yeah. the they like the friendly Jesus that's like love everybody and you know <laughs> give away your stuff and you know sinning's okay to them. <laughs> like Jesus never said that. He never said sinning's okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, let's let's underline that. Yeah, understand. sinning is not okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of people like Jesus, but I don't think yeah. uh, a lot of people understand really what he stood for they they understand a lot of what he said yeah but they don't understand what it all is directed to yeah who do you say that i am right yeah, that's, exactly. that's the question and when we take a look at jesus his purpose here wasn't just to throw out a couple sayings that's going to change you into a nicer mm. person he came he wasn't just giving was ted problem. talks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know uh son of man came to seek and save the lost like he came yeah. for the lost he didn't come for uh, you know, the people so that they would be more morally correct in his coming. People will be more morally correct by listening to him and understanding. But he came because there was a sin issue. He came because there is corruption in the world, because there is sin that is causing you to be lonely, to hate people, to have resentments, which are still valid to today. I don't think there's really anybody that I've ever talked to that said, I've never been angry, I've never been sad, I've never had yeah. any of those things, which anger and sadness are emotions that we're supposed to have, but they run rampant in our world and they mm. cause corruption and yeah. they cause abuse and all those things. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this too. It's like uh, loneliness is on the rise, yeah. right? Um, all, all these sorts of issues, depression is on the rise. Suicide rates are, are rising um, and these problems were there when Jesus was yeah. on earth and they've they're continue to be here today uh, and so Jesus in his coming he responds like you're saying he responds to those direct issues right he doesn't come and he's not just you know it's not a theoretical thing or yeah. idealistic thing he comes right to where you're at um, to help you and to be with you and to deal with those things through his life and his death and his resurrection just like what you're saying yeah exactly so it's we have to take a look at the the purpose of him coming and let that be the foundation that we stand on. Okay, there is sin in my life. There is sin in the world. That's an understanding. And in that, okay, so that's a problem. Okay, so I have problems in my life. Okay, how was that overcome? Okay, let's take a look at what Jesus did. He came, he witnessed to people, he called out people that thought they were good, and he told them that you're not good. Okay, so if we think we're good, we're not good. That's what Jesus was saying. And through all of that, we see that in his life, he took on the cross because we couldn't do it alone. Yeah, We couldn't do it alone. So when we take a look at the foundation of our life, we can't do it alone. That's yeah. the reality. There is individualism in it of it's still your life. You still got to figure out all your own stuff. But taking a look, okay, so Jesus came and died for the purpose of I can't I can't achieve what I think I can achieve, which is being completely okay. We're never going to be completely okay because there's sin in the world. There's death. There's all these things. The only way that we can be okay is when we actually 
lose our life and go, I'm going to give up on mm. being the one that's going to yeah. champion that. And we actually give the championship to Christ who is like, yeah. I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to die. And I'm actually going to beat death and come back. And then I go up into heaven and I'm going to give yeah. you my spirit, which yeah. now lives inside of you. So when we understand- Lose yourself that, and you'll find your, your real self, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when we understand, okay, I can't do this alone. I actually do need help. Yeah. Then we're able to have a foundation of, okay, I should be looking for help. Who helped me in the past? Jesus helped you in the past. He's helping me in the present. So it's too. a continual thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a continual thing to where you have to take a look at your life and see, okay, where has Jesus already been working? And where can I step into to where he's going to be working further to where your life actually does get better? It doesn't get easier. There's still things that you have to step into, but you realize that there is actually peace and hope in areas that you've never seen before because you actually asked for help. Yeah. Noah, you're you're a young young guy. I am. You're a leader of young people. Yes. Uh, how does the Christian message, the Christian claim, resonate with with young people? Young people, yeah. Well, I think just like kind of the stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, a lot of what you talked about earlier with like identity, I think, is a big a big portion for a lot of younger people, um, and definitely has been through my life of figuring out. What's the purpose of my life? Where do I fall into all these mm -hmm. things? Like, because I mean, it's you know, uh, Ecclesiastes said, their eternity has been placed in our hearts. Like, we long for more. That's the reality. So everybody's always thinking, well, I feel like there's more to this, and that's true in young people and old people. So for younger people, I think um, they have the uh, the difference of experience, right, to where they haven't had as much experience, but they're still looking to the future and asking, what's my purpose in this future? The world is a, a bad, scary place. How do I make it better? Where do I fit into it? Do I fit into it at all? And so when we take a look and we see that the, the message, the gospel, is that you do have a place, you do fit in. You're actually like the rest of the world. You know, you're not that much of an individual to where you are secluded from the rest of the world and nobody's like you. You're unique, which is, also what the gospel says is that you have your own sin, you have your own relationship with God, you are unique, yeah. but you're not secluded from the rest of the world. And the understanding is that from him saving you and him being in your life, you actually are set on a purpose. Yeah. You are given the great commission, you know, go mm -hmm. and make disciples. That is a purpose in your life. And you get to do that in your own individual way, but you are given a purpose and given a place in a community in a kingdom and in a future that in the future you do have something secured you have salvation which means eternity you're in with god you have a relationship for eternity with jesus so i think a lot of times especially with younger people that are uh, also longing for relationship yeah. especially yeah. in like marriage or community um Sometimes you can feel like you're you're displaced, but when you're put actually into the family of God, you're already grafted in into a community and into a intimate relationship with someone that doesn't have to be fulfilled through marriage. There can be fulfillment through marriage, and that's a great thing, and that's been made by God, but that's not actually the thing that is going to fully satisfy it's you. It's not the ultimate fulfillment. It's not the yeah. ultimate fulfillment. You get fulfillment through Jesus. Yeah. To where the rest of your life, you know, as you're a young person, you can look forward and actually see a lot of hope yeah. rather than despair of what am I going to do with my life? You get yeah. to go, 
what am I going to do with the life that I know that I have? God has given me a life. And now I get to go on this adventure with God of figuring out how he wants to use me. And I actually get to experience all those things. So that's one of the appeals as a young person is to take a look forward and, and not see despair in the future of uncertainty, but you actually get to see certainty and adventure in the mystery. That's good. Uh, is it hard to uh, convey that? Or uh, not to convey it, but how, what, what is your experience on how young people respond to, to that? Yeah. Because I, I think I think you've you've hit the nail on the deepest longings and desires uh, of people. And I would agree with that totally. Uh, in your ministry, in your life, ha have you found, how have you found people being receptive to that? And is it just, is people are super receptive to it? Are they not? Does it just take a long time? Does it take actually uh, not just saying that, you know, Christ makes us into a community, but actually like doing it, you know, yeah. like being involved in people's lives? Like, what does it take? Yeah, I think it, it all really depends on your starting point because there's certain people that are very alone uh and that's you know like we've we've said that's where yeah. jesus came in and those people were some of the most receptive to jesus because they are offering a opportunity to escape that loneliness well you have other people that are very grafted into a community it might not be a healthy community but they don't feel like they're alone they feel like they are right. included in a group so where there's certain things that uh, you might be saying, hey, in your heart, like you need this. And they're like, well, I already have that. Um, and they might not see the fullness of that in in a Christian community to where it's actually healthier for you. It's better for you. It's going to actually uh, produce good fruit inside of you. Um, but it depends on your starting point. And I think a lot of the times what's hard is that uh, they've already gone far down a path with the world, which is just... Uh, that's where Jesus frees us from, but it's hard when you've been gripped by the world for a long time, you know, and only Jesus can break you out of some of those really hard cycles. But if you've already subscribed to a lot of different things, it's hard to break those habits in your mind of this is what I'm longing for. And this was one of the things I, I talked about in one of my sermons um, was when you're taking a look at, yeah, preach, let's go. Uh, it's taking a look at the the great commission that we've been given you know, we, we are told to go out and make disciples of all nations, right? Our call wasn't to go do that and live a simple life and live a happy life and do those things. All those things are good things. Like we want to live simple lives. We want to have happiness. We want to, you know, have families, stuff like that. But they're not the purpose. They're additives all, along the way. You know, seek first my kingdom and its righteousness and all else will be added to where a lot of times we get caught up on all all else and we don't actually get caught up on seeking his kingdom and his righteousness and i think that's where a lot of people get hung up is that you need to stop seeking all else and hopefully it'll lead to to mm -hmm. jesus mm -hmm. and you need to start seeking jesus and it's going to lead to all else that you've actually wanted mm -hmm. and all the parts that aren't part of his kingdom will actually fade away because you care more about jesus and i think that's one of the things that for me has been most foundational is having that I'm going to seek first his kingdom. And in that, like life with God is an adventure. Like a lot of times we're worried that we're going to miss out on a lot and you are going to miss out a lot. But Jesus is telling you the things that you're missing out on actually aren't good for you. Right. So it's a good thing that you actually miss out on some of those things. And the life with <laughs> Jesus is an adventure of where you get to see, like just 
my my even shorter time like you've been a christian a lot longer than me but my shorter time as a christian i've already experienced amazing wonderful things and i'm sure you have too as your your life as a christian right i, I appreciate the acknowledgement that i'm significantly older yeah, than yeah. you so yeah you Thank as you. a grandpa you know whoa not a grandfather father he's got yeah. kids he's got kids <laughs> not grandkids no but yeah it's like life with life with god and Jesus as your foundation and living in the Holy Spirit, it's going to actually lead you to great and awesome things. And I think as young people, we want to do great and awesome things. And we don't see that as Jesus is the one that's going to lead us to those things. It's that, okay, we get to go do all these things. And like, hopefully I find Jesus along the way, but making him the foundation, making him the solid ground we walk on, we actually experience awesome and amazing things that when our desires are changed, we actually see those as awesome and amazing things. Yeah, that's right. I think that's, so what, that's what we want to do, right? Yeah. In this podcast, that's part, part of why we're doing it. We want to model those kinds of conversations uh, just for our own, as we look into ourselves, uh, into our hearts and in our minds, into our souls for our own personal growth. And also hopefully to help us as we go out into the world and be followers of Jesus, be ambassadors, be his representatives in the world uh, so that we can hopefully help people connect these dots and see, you know, you can actually find purpose and meaning and satisfaction and fulfillment and ultimate joy and hope and peace and all these things that we desperately long for in Jesus Christ, the solid ground. Totally. And uh, as we're wrapping up here, we just want to also encourage you guys, like we want this to be a resource for you guys, not just a time for us to come in and talk about whatever we want to talk about. Like if there's concepts that you guys are, you know, wrestling with, want to figure out, put a comment, talk to us in person. Like we want to be having this as a resource for you to get a better understanding. So if there's certain things like evangelism, I don't understand why we do it, how you do it, those different things. Like, you know, talking about different sin habits, different stuff like that of figuring out what kind of the groundwork is for that and how to move through those things. Like we want to be able to create this as a resource. So leave a comment, you know, talk to your friends about it. Don't just do this alone. Like have conversations about these podcasts, have conversation with friends, with family about what these concepts are and wrestle with it for yourself. Don't just take whatever we're saying, but we want it to be a conversation that you get to sit on, make your own decisions upon. And our hope is that through that, you are going to choose. You will come to agree with us. Yeah, you'll come to agree with us and we will be (laughs) the dictators of your life. No. We want you to be able to have your own conversation in your mind and with your friends and family and community to where you actually have a solid ground with Jesus. So that's our hope. That's what we hope you will get out of this podcast. We're excited to keep going through it. And I think it's going to be an awesome time. Yeah. Tony, you got any last words? Oh, boy. Um, No. Okay. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you for uh, listening with us, and we hope that you join us next time when we are talking on the Solid Ground Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Solid Ground Podcast. If you found this encouraging, we ask you to like and share this podcast so that others may receive encouragement in their walk with Jesus. We pray that you would abide in Jesus and have a blessed day.